Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sorry, we're, 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 just, we're just describing... Um... Uh, Premier Ian Rankin or Ian Ranklin, as some people call him now, <laughs> um, because a lady got his name wrong on the news. Um, so he's, he's being cancelled for what? He's not being cancelled. People are trying to cancel him. It's what, hilarious. What terrible things so did I just, you do? No, it was just a little. I, I don't. I don't. I'm literally just looking at Premier of Nova Scotia, by the way. Premier of Nova Scotia. Yeah, and I'm just reading a snippet, a news, a news snippet. I don't know all the details, but it's kind of very funny in if you look at it from the cancel culture sort of perspective and this is what it reads NS Premier Ian Rankin addresses impaired driving charge from 2003 how old was he I I don't know right but like he looks looks pretty young he's the same age as me yeah he's like I think he's a year older than me so in his early 20s right no 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 so I he would have been like 17 Oh, okay. So, like, anyway, his quote is, and I love this, I'm very, very sorry for my actions half a lifetime ago. It, I was selfish. It has not happened since. Like, come on. I yeah. fucking I mean, hate like, cancel if you, if culture seven, so much, man. If you're 17, um, don't don't drink and drive. If you're... If you're us like come on like but, if you're if you're getting into politics you should you should just lay it all out like yeah. this is everything i've done you know what like go i you like try to dig any more shit up on me i, I i've done it all the work for you who cares man i'm human i'm a fucking human anyway, anyway pre- I, premier ian rankin well, is to doing be honest, a, he a, should have had the foresight that he might want to run for public office when he was 17 and, <laughs> and behaved himself <laughs> like who brought this up who the fuck brought this up 
Who, when, like, I, when I was 17 and I'd, I'd been drinking... Like who was doing no, all this research and digging in? When, his... when I was 17 yeah. I, and I, I was I maybe drunk a bit too much and I could and my car was there, the keys in my hand, and I was like, I'm, I can't drive home. And I'm not going to drive home because one day I might want to be the premier of Nova Scotia. Right, yes, seriously. And this is going to come back and bite me in the ass because <laughs> um, that's how 17-year-olds think. Right, of course. <laughs> Um, and, who the and fuck they brought this up though? Like, you who, know, who and yes, this? it was a stupid thing, and and it was good that he got caught. And I hope it's him a lesson mm-hmm. that made him then go on maybe, to become maybe, premier. Maybe, maybe that's what maybe yeah. Maybe you know? before he was seventeen, he was a total shit, <laughs> and that was the thing that made him sort him life out to right? become on go on to become the leader of a, a small province in Canada. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So don't can, don't cancel. Oh, fucking hate. It's called a backstory. You no, know, no one is a saint their entire lives. No, God, if anybody no. Does, is there a saint? I don't trust people who have perfect <laughs> lives. Like, come exactly. on, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's more, it's more, it's more interesting to have a background where you've experienced life and been through a bit of adversity. Right? Yeah. If exactly. Just like, what, so, so, what did you do before you were the premier of Nova Scotia? I just, I didn't do a lot. Any, any back history? No, I just, I just, I looked at my phone for about twenty years. <laughs> um, just sat on a sofa looking at my phone. Perfect. Yeah. You'll be the great. You're, you're the one who can make decisions for us. Ever done anything wrong? No, never. Never done anything wrong ever. Not even when you were a kid, do you like have a fight? Do you punch your punch your like your little brother in the stomach because you argued over Lego or something? No, no. Yeah, I never did that. I, everybody said it was one of the things. Look at my school reports. It always every they didn't even write a paragraph of like how I was developing. They just put the word perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I knew I was destined to be the premier of fucking Nova Scotia. <laughs> the highest ever, office, watched, the highest office humanity can achieve. Have you ever watched Dean Rankin like videos of him, like yeah. addressing the province about COVID nineteen and about and reopening and stuff like that? The man looks like he doesn't give a fuck and it's hilarious like he doesn't care at like it's he maybe he does care he did he does the job is the delivery is it's the delivery is hilarious he's not he's not isn't he's not oozing charisma no he did but like in a in a funny sort of almost on purpose way like he's like i don't care he looks like because like he didn't he didn't he got he didn't get elected he no 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 he 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 got the job he got elected within his own party right yeah yeah, because it's a parliamentary kind of system you know the the old the old premier uh what's his name fuckface he left and then so like he just kind of came in and filled the spot for for you know the moment and like you could just see it and it's like there's so much flack he's being given by like reporters and by fucking cancel culture twitter assholes etc etc and when he just doesn't care he does and it's hilarious (laughs) to watch in my head he looks like here we so, are talking about politics. I know. And yeah. on, like, just just naturally, you got me naturally talking about politics. Yeah, recently, this, this is, if, if, if you don't know who he is, <laughs> Google to look at his, his COVID speeches. Here's how I think he looks. Mm-hmm. He looks like somebody who got asked to call the bingo at the local fire station <laughs> because, because the other person's car broke down on the way. And he had a night planned. He was going to sit in his underpants watching Netflix. And now instead he has to call bingo to, oh my God. to pensioners. No, that's exactly what and he looks like. that's how he delivers his speeches. Don't Slightly, get me wrong. I think he's doing, like, a, I think doing, he's doing a good job of doing like keeping us safe. But like that is exactly what he looks I'm, like. Yes. I'm here because I have to be here. Yeah. But I would much rather be watching uh, the crudes <laughs> in my pants. <laughs> like, like any other politician, 
would be like fighting tooth and nail against any sort of bad mouth that was or, or any sort of repu- like poor reputation that someone might have dug up or some like shitty question about like how you you're not perfect in running this province, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you could tell like he's he doesn't care when someone asks him the question like this. Well, he's my just, favorite one was they they asked about the um, have you spoken to the premier of New Brunswick about the border? Oh, yeah, right. And he just went, no, <laughs> no. Nope. No. No, I haven't. No. And they were like, uh, okay. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought I thought was quite good. He gave right? a chance. Yeah. He gave an honest answer. Because any other politician would like find a way to dance around that and make it seem no, no. like there was their idea. <laughs> so there's there, 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 there is hope for him. Oh yeah. No, yeah, definitely. He's, he's um, like I love it. Just just try and not try and make it seem like you want to be calling the numbers of it the was, bingo. It was such a it is such a unique scenario that brought Premier Ian Rankin into into power, which is like he's here to fight a virus, not for really any other reason. And it was happenstance that he got brought in, right? It was because fuckface McGee left that he was suddenly Fuckface McGee. I hate him so much. Anyway, the, Stephen Harper. Not Harper. No, no. Um that's fucking that's our old uh, prime minister. Um Fucking, uh, oh my God. Stephen McNeil. Thank you very much. That's how much I hate him. His memory kind of, he, he destroyed so many lives. It's like He also saved quite a few by listening to Dr. No, Strang. No, no, no. Dr. Strang saved lives. All, all Fuckface McGee did was just do what the doctor told him to do. That's it. That's it. Yeah, but look, how many, leaders, look how many leaders didn't do That's what the doctor true. told him to I do. That's true. I will give him credit where credit is due. He did listen. But then if it went wrong, he could just blame the doctor. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. No, no, I'll give him, cre- I'll give him credit. You where can't credit. win if you're a politician. I'll give him so. credit where credit is due. He did listen to the doctor and tell everyone to do what the doctor said to do. That's it. He was the middleman. Like, well, this is what the doctor my, said to my, do. My, my no, no, honestly, this is what happened. He, he just was the middleman. And for a year and a half, he's like, this is what our doctor said to do. And everyone was praising him for doing the right thing of just relaying a fucking doctor's advice. That's his job for the past year. It was just re- relaying well, to advice. Be fair, to be fair, Dr. Strang now it will go down. They're going to name a bunch of streets after him. I look forward to going to the Dr. Strang Medical Center <laughs> for vaccinations in the future when they build it. And I love that his name is only one letter off from Dr. Strange. I know, exactly. Like- <laughs> and also my four-year-old was marching around his bedroom going, Dr. Strang, Doctor Strang. Really? Yeah, that's how even four-year-olds are talking about him. Wow! But uh, just to, just to go, just to, okay, that's very funny. Is that true, by the way? Yes. Okay, that's very. I was going. To, what are you talking about? He's like Doctor Strang. It's a Canadian super superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, just going back to Ian Rankin for a second. The the circumstances of which Ian Rankin was kind of appointed is so unique. There was a there was a a pandemic. You know, there was a, a premier who got kind of got sick of his job and just suddenly left. And then this premier was like ushered in suddenly. It wasn't a decision. It wasn't an election. And he was brought in and not brought in to run a province, but brought in to basically just keep everyone safe by listening to a doctor. And you could and just the just these circumstances just led to this beautiful scenario where people are trying their best to poke holes in him and like and whip him and make him just like that's they do with every fucking politician on the planet and his reaction every single time is to not give a flying fuck and it's really really funny to watch yeah yeah oh god i love it so much yeah his his response was appropriate oh my every time every time yeah yeah. i mean you you could see it in the in the response that we talked about of him his drunk driving charges 
Rogers from 2003. And it was like, yeah, I'm so sorry for the thing that I did half a lifetime ago. Like you could, you can hear the yeah, sarcasm yeah. in his voice. Like, fuck better off. than this. Yeah, you like know, honestly, maybe God, an STD. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Can we get on with the day? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got a job to do. Yeah. Who anyway, did? I, who? Oh God. This yeah. is. We just ranted for like that's an entire episode. There you go. So <laughs> in our spice, politics. in our spice season, it was supposed to be a, a break from politics. We ended up ranting about regional politics. So anyway, it's gonna be a really so, long episode. Yeah. So search the videos of him, and you'll see what we mean. Mm. Uh, anyway, um, Cameron Ortis. Does that name mean anything to it you? It does not. Cameron. This is called the Cameron Ortis saga. A saga. The saga. Oh God, this is gonna be like a. Like and a five-hour-long podcast episode. Not Misuag, Mr. Saga. I like how you pronounce it. Misuaga. Misuaga. Uh, it sounds like the air is being sucked in my mouth as I try to say it. Misuaga. <laughs> as I'm being pulled into a va- into the vacuum of space, I try and pronounce the city in Ontario. Misuaga. <laughs> <laughs> seen his face when he did that so <sighs> so far all of our spy stories have been about spies have been in the past oh well so, i mean like the far past as in 200 yeah, years ago say, like everything's in the past and like, then and then 10 years ago well not everything's in the past the future isn't that's in the future thanks reese <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this this story is an unfolding spy story happening right now cool okay that's pretty so neat. I thought that was a nice way to finish it off, to go, yeah. I, I hope that people walk away from this understanding that there's a lot of spy stuff, that Canada's got a long history with spying, that they might know. At least them. 10 stories. At least 10 stories. <laughs> maybe more. Maybe maybe more lesser stories you could bundle into the 11th episode. But I'm, sure that, I'm sure there's tons. But also, again, this it, you don't always find out about this stuff because it is classified secret. So the 27th of, sept- the 27th of September 2019, this was the BBC headline. Uh, this is a BBC story. The arrest of a senior Canadian intelligence official on allegations of stealing classified materials has shaken the international intelligence community. Cameron Ortis, a civilian member of Canada's National Police Force, had, had access to intelligence from Canada's global allies, has been charged with a number of fence, offences under the country's national security laws. So, so what did he do? Stealing classified materials. Oh. So... Uh, materials is in information, not like this is uh, this is denim, bulletproof denim. <laughs> oh wow! Class- some... This is a classified material. Right, this, this denim, bulletproof denim. But <laughs> I don't expect to be shot anytime I'm sure soon. There's a bit of still... Levi's jeans called bulletproof. Bulletproof. <laughs> yep. Um, so Cameron Ortis, forty-seven. He began working at the Canadian Royal Canadian Mounted Police in 2007 as, as a civilian member of the force and held positions in national security, criminal investigations and in operations research. Um, when he was arrested, he was he was the director general of the law enforcement agency's National Intelligence Coordination Centre, a high uh, and held a high level security clearance. So basically, all the information I was saying we can't access because it's top secret. He could see it all. He had high, high clearance security access okay so he had, a, he had a, like a chip in his hand that they were they they tied him to a chair on his first day and they implanted it and he could swipe it against it's, things and he was like mentioning this dude. Top, is that an actual top thing secret that... clearance have a good day mr cameron <laughs> or otis okay i'm guessing that didn't actually happen no but that's that's, that's, that that's just in happen. your imagination yeah yeah it's your wishful thinking have you seen the... you really want a chip in your hand You've i don't been, want you, a chip in my you hand. mentioned it several times it's just the things spies do 
Are you sh- really? Are you sure about that? Yeah. Or just in movies? Yeah, in movies. I don't mean in real life. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. yeah anyway. It's sad. <laughs> so uh, he had experience in cybersecurity, um, um, and he was knowledgeable on East Asia. He had studied political science and international relations at the University of British Columbia. And his professor, Brian Job. Uh, who was Dr. Otis's supervisor when he did his PhD, said, nothing in my experience with Cameron would lead me to suspect his alleged involvement in the activities for which he is charged. Indeed, I am exact... <laughs> I am the exact opposite. The exact opposite is true. I am d- deeply shocked by the news. I feel like if someone starts a sentence with indeed, you need to say it like that. Indeed! <laughs> Um, yeah. right. The five charges against like him include the unauthorized communication of special operational information, possessing a device or software useful for concealing the content of information. Like um, just a USB drive? Or the, um, what's it, incognito tab on its browser. <laughs> <laughs> Did you check your email using the incognito tab again, Cameron? Um, or surreptitiously communicating, obtaining, or relating information and breach of trust by a public officer. Um, so because of his position, uh, he, you remember we talked about the five eyes? Yes. He didn't just have high level clearance for Canada. He had high level, high level clearance with the five eyes. Cool. Um, Canada being one of those eyes. What are the other four? Australia. Uh, Australia, New Zealand, United States, UK, but Canada was the fifth eye. That's very cool. Or maybe the third eye or the fourth eye or the first eye or the second eye. I don't know which eye they are, but they're one of them. (laughs) It's time for a mid-roll announcement. That's right. You get to be the lucky, lucky so-and-so of an ad. And and do you know the best part? You get to listen to this ad for free. (laughs) We won't even charge you. Free ads all the time. (laughs) No, I'm actually secretly here. Reese Waters is dead. I'm here secretly as a Welsh spy. What's your What's your name? Just still Reese. It's a Welsh name. It's a bad cover. <laughs> <laughs> you changed your name I've, back to your yeah, name. My name is Ian Canadian, <laughs> and I have never been to Wales. <laughs> that's his Canadian accent that he's been practicing for yeah. several years now. <laughs> I think it's great. Thank you. Yeah. Um. It's uh, It's bad, but anyway, uh, if you fell for it. I'm going to call some random people and do it. Do their accent next time someone calls me. You should. See if they fall for it. Uh, the RCMP commissioner, Brenda Lucky, said in a statement on, uh, that uh, if the allegations were proven true, they were extremely unsettling. So CBC in cover, uncovered that um, under under Ca- um, Cameron Ortiz's, uh kind of relatively normal kind of uh, uh, personality and uh, backstory and uh, what people could see was some uh, was some worrying elements. So he was alleged to have been in $90,000 of debt in 2013, but what kind of debt is unknown? Okay. So if you had, if you were $90,000 in debt cocaine. and you had just access cocaine. to your top, yeah, just loads of it. Yeah. That's loads all. of cocaine. Yep. Yeah, he had a pillow that was just full of cocaine, and he never snorted it. He just liked the idea of knowing he was sleeping on 
Cocaine. He's asleep with a knife, and if he wakes up in the middle of the night and he just wants a sniff, he just stabs the pillow yeah. beside his face and, uh, and takes a deep breath and goes back to sleep. Or j- jumps out of the bed and starts vacuuming. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so the, it came to light in 2018. The RCMP was assisting the FBI on a separate investigation, during which the investigators came across documents that suggested there might be some internal corruption or a mole. Um, this sparked off separate investigation to discover the source of the leak and the arrest of, Doc, of Mr. Ortis. So, um, few of the details have been made public. Uh, the, the media reports have linked it with an investigation into the Vancouver-based company Phantom Secure, which is a great name. It is a great perfect name. for this. So, imagine us breaking into the to the building of Phantom Secure is a large tower block in the downtown area, um, and everyone's armed, even though there's no reason for them to be armed. Okay. And uh, we have to go through the air duct to get up to the uh, 53rd floor. I like this. Which is where the, uh, the air-conditioned server room is. And we have to put a pen stick in um, to upload the upload the virus, but it takes five minutes. And while the virus is uploading, uh, waves of uh, ninjas come and attack us. And I'm like, you you, you protect the pen stick, Jesse. It's at 52%. Um, and I fight them off and get sliced to pieces. And you go, no! But it, it gives you just enough time for the pen stick to upload the virus and then the whole building explodes with you in. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Did you just make that up right on the yeah, spot? Yeah, was, did you like it? I loved it. Yeah, that was great. Oh my God. I didn't think we were both going to die in the end, but like, at least I blew up. You got cut e- to ribbons everybody, by ninjas. Everybody dies in all my stories. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> even the ads. So, <laughs> so that's the that's our TV commercial that was pitch great. for Phantom Secure. I really could say <laughs> Phantom you secure. protect the pentatic, Jesse. Not very secure. <laughs> I've been training for this moment my whole life. <laughs> training to be cut to ribbons by ninjas? Yes. <laughs> they can't get through the meat. <laughs> but they are persistent. It's slowing them down. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh, my God. You just, re- just hack it away. <laughs> You just described your own body as meat for them to get through. <laughs> Obstruction meat. So. Oh my God, man. Do you want to hear, hear more about Phantom Sakewa? As long as it's not about obstruction meat. <laughs> That's a t shirt. Obstruction meat. Ew. Oh my God. I mean, that would describe the person wearing the shirt. That'd be hilarious. Oh, um, so, I mean, that's a bit like a security guard. Just obstruction meat. Just obstruction just, meat. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, like the the secret security people around the president. They obstruction meat. So bullets, they get in the way. They obstruct it with their meat. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> just ew. Uh, Fucking gross, man. Anyway. Uh, um so, oh my God, Reese. <laughs> so the C- the CEO of Phantom Secure has pleaded guilty to facilitating the international narcotics traffic by supplying drug cartels with encrypted communications devices. Like I said, it sounds like a movie. Yeah. So we've got to stop them from facilitating international narcotics traffic by supplying drug cartels with encrypted communications devices, Jesse. You got the pen stick. <laughs> I'll get up Me. my obstruction meat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll take my top off. <laughs> That's getting out the abstraction piece. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I've ripped my shirt off. Uh. 
So <laughs> apparently, the, so this goes into narcotics. <sighs> apparently, there's allegations that Russian tax fraudsters had laundered money through Canada and he might have been involved. The allegations against him, uh, if convicted, he could face up to 30 years in jail. Oh, wow. Um, so... The, the, and again, like this, some so his, his, his security clearance was so high, whatever he was involved in, and the fact that there's question marks over it is makes it really dangerous. So, the um, Superior Court today, uh, in the Superior Court, uh, his lawyer uh, they announced plans for an eight week jury trial starting on September the 6th, 2022. And given the nature of the secret information involved, his case has been tied up in federal courts as officials work at how the trial can proceed while protecting classified interest. And even just like six days ago, there was a new article that said, RCMP suspected person leaking secrets at high-level computer access. Uh, warrants show a bit more information about it. So there's still news coming out about this. But I sh- I'm going to show you a picture of him. Do you, He looks like a Bond villain. Oh, sweet. Look. Let me see. Oh, wow, he does too. Yeah, I'm sure he's. A, I mean, I'm sure he's a nice man, and maybe he made some bad decisions. For it's the, the glasses and the pointy ears. The glasses, it is, is, but also he's got elf ears. He, he looks like he's super smart, but he looks like he's always got a, a backup plan. He does. So yeah. he's the one who sent the ninjas in. But what he didn't expect <laughs> was for the obstruction beat to be quite so persistent. So, what was his Bond villain name? Be, um, well, Cameron Ortis. I mean, that's his actual name. No, I know, but he's, he's, a, he's a spy. So why does he need a new spy name when he is a no, spy? a Bond villain name. A Bond name. villain name. Like, like I don't know. Mr. Teeth or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, encryptoid. Oh, that's good. The encryptor of devices. Yeah, encryptoid. Encryptoid. That makes him sound like a robot. Ah, that's a bad name. <clears throat> Flopsy. Flopsy. Much better. Yep. <laughs> 007. Flopsy is at to, up to his old tricks again. That's good. I just picture a rabbit. He's planted like... a nuclear, small nuclear device in in the the quiff of Donald Trump. The quiff? The What's hair. a quiff? The quiff, like this big. What's his hair? What's his fake hair called? Like a big. Oh, I guess it's a quiff. A, like a quiff, yeah. Yeah. Flopsy. Flopsy. I suggest we leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so that was this, that was it. That was so. We look, Google or set a news alert for Cameron Ortis, and you can How do you spell his last name. Uh, o R T I S, Cameron Ortis, and then you'll you'll get to watch the unfolding of a real Canadian spy story that is linked to Russian tax evasion cartels and drug cartels, and even um, the Five Eyes are involved. The That's fi- very cool. I imagine standing in a room and each of those countries is like an eye appears in the room and you're surrounded by five eyes and you have to plead your case. That'd be cool. The five eyes are angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. It's a good way to, to end this uh, end this spy series. I know. I wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Right. You feel very bad yourself. <laughs> we, hope you, uh, we hope you enjoyed our 10 days of spies, Canadian spies. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry for talking about provincial Canadian politics. I'm not politics. sorry. You, you, you're probably, I don't know why you're not more proud of this. You've been trying to get me into politics. Because was, this was supposed to be about talking about spies. So. Yeah, you've been trying to get me into politics for a year and, and a half. And you are now. officially into politics. And I, now. Find, like, I brought it up. Yeah. Right? And, and then you I, even talked about the fact that your, you know, your family 
were involved in politics. Yeah, so like this should be a very proud day for you. Where like it took a year and a half, you finally got me to like I feel un- like unprompted speak about like current politics. It's like a, it's like a child finally learning how to ride a bike. <laughs> After being beaten for a year and a half, the, the training wheels are off. The, bike. the training wheels are off. He's still a bit wonky. Yeah. A light breeze will top of him. <laughs> but, he is, but he is, but he is going independently. So what's 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 coming up next? We're back to our regular scheduled we are. programming. Do you know what though? I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little rest. Like we did after Wafakak. Oh, are we? Okay. Yeah, because also then we've got Wafakak coming up. Well, in, in, like in less than less than six months. Yeah. So which I'm, is technically half a year or less so, than half a year. So that takes like twenty five daily episodes. Yeah, that's quite a bit. I'm gonna start doing re- planning that in September. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a little rest. Now we will be back very soon with more episodes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But um. You know, after a, after a te- spending ten days with us, you might enjoy the break from us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably would too. Honestly, <laughs> uh, call to action: If you enjoyed this, these ten episodes, mm-hmm. if you really enjoyed these ten episodes, and you'd like to support this show, go to our t-shirt store and buy some of the fantastic. Uh, uh, well, I say fantastic. The quickly designed t-shirts i recommend seduced by ottawa seduced by ottawa go and buy a seduced by ottawa t-shirt to show your appreciation if if, if you haven't got any money then and no wear pressure. proudly until people ask you what the fuck you're wearing and then you can tell us about us oh don't tell them and just go <laughs> this joke's just for me <laughs> and be the only person in your place of work or family who gets it because that's, that's 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 part of the fun of podcasting that's true only you know i love and that. the other people who listen i love that we had one of our listeners hello by the way uh, who requested you make a snortable mustard T-shirt, and we you did. did, and then and then she bought it. It's on the T-shirt store, and is it? I think we only ever sold one, just to her. No, I think we sold two. Oh, did we? Oh, yeah, wow. we sold. I think we sold two. Um, Still, I, I think it would, I would have been happier if we had yeah, only sold if, the one to the one person who requested it. I think that would have been really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth the it was worth the effort. Yeah, but no, seriously though, if if you want to support the show. Um, we get a small portion of the money. We don't get a huge amount, but, but to be it's, honest, it's, honestly, it's more about uh, to me. It's like yeah, the money isn't really there. It's, to me, it's more about like having people in Canada wearing our obscure fucking references on T-shirts that makes me giddy as hell. I think is hilarious. And also, um, if you don't have any money and you can't afford to buy a T-shirt, then um, just tell someone else about the show who you think might like it. Nobody does that, Reese. Nobody does that. Tell a friend. You know what I like to say. Thank you so much for sticking us in your ear holes just the way you you like it all snug in there. (laughs) Reese's favorite phrase that I say. No, at least you haven't done much ASMR. Oh, my God. I've forgotten about it until now. Yeah. Um, And, uh, yeah, so so go and pick a T-shirt. Maybe... But there's also, it's not just t-shirts, there's... Um, mugs, masks. Mugs. Uh, there's a tapestry. You can get a tapestry. So if you want to Are hang, you fucking serious? You can buy a tapestry to hang up on your wall. You're not. You're, you can what? Have a, you can have a seduced by Ottawa tapestry. Oh, my God. Or a bumper sticker or a badge. Just something. Just There's even baby clothes. So if you want... Um, <laughs> Are you shitting me? If you want a baby with a t-shirt that says seduced by Ottawa, then knock yourself out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you made the baby in Ottawa, yeah, then... That still doesn't work. No, it's made in Ottawa. Oh, yeah, right. That's that's true. Yeah, that'd be um, a weird thing to put on a baby. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. Snortable mustard. That's that's more child friendly. <laughs> well, that was fun. Thanks for ten days of exciting spy stuff, Reese. I actually learned a lot and was fascinated that I was fascinated. I didn't think I would be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I'm on a mission to uh, 
show Canadians that Canada is not boring. We're going to hopefully we'll, do more. We'll about do that. another special yeah. season on another topic sometime in the future where we'll do 10 more daily episodes on a topic that people might not be aware of. Yeah. I'm down. But why should why should Russia, the UK and the US have all the fun spying and people make fun of Canadian spies when there's a lot of shit going on? I like these little kind of mini uh, series. I think we should do more of these. These are fun. Yeah, they're exhausting. I love them too. <laughs> <laughs> so go and buy a fucking T-shirt. <laughs> I'm joking. You don't have to buy a T-shirt. <laughs> Bye. We love you all. Bye. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.